Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Paramahansa Yogananda said, Before you act, you have freedom. But after you act, the effect of that action will follow you whether you want it to or not. That is the law of karma. Now look at this interesting Japanese mask while I tell you a story you may well not believe. I call it, Nothing is for free. Welcome to the antiquarium of sinister happenings and odd goings-on. whatever you want, whenever you want, and that there are no consequences. It is at that very moment, consequences may lean in and whisper in your ear. So is the case with our little friend Jim. Although for him, the whisper would be a scream and come far too late. Well, hello there, young man. Are you looking for anything in particular? I don't have a lot of money. You have a, a discount, Ben? Five-finger discount, Jim thought to himself. Jim considered himself the best shoplifter in the city, and he was very anxious to find a bargain here. He didn't even really care what he got, as long as it was free. The thrill was in the taking not in the having. No, son, we do not have a discount bin. But I am sure there is something here that is meant for you. Jim wound his way through the shop, down long, dusty aisles, full of the effluvium of centuries. Most things were far too large to fit in his pocket. Phonographs, musical instruments, furniture, mirrors, ornate boxes, weird things floating in glass jars. Then he saw it, sitting on the shelf with many other small items, a tiny Asian-looking mask 
far too small to wear, but plenty small enough to fit in his pocket. Don't mind if I do. As Jim approached the front of the shop, he regarded the old man behind the counter. So, Pops, you don't seem to have any video cameras in here. Aren't you worried about somebody stealing something? This type of bravado was one of Jim's favorite things, rubbing it in the guy's face that he had stolen something right out from under his nose. No, son, I don't worry about those things at all. The shop has been here a long, long time. Long before video cameras were even a thing. I assure you, no one has ever taken anything from the store without paying for it. Jim chuckled to himself as he exited the shop. <laughs> That's what you think. Back at his apartment, Jim places the tiny mask on the shelf next to many other purloined items. His entire place is an eclectic mix of useless items that he laughingly refers to as the James T. Watson Museum of Attainable Art. No parking signs, office chairs, potted plants, and thousands of tiny little tchotchkes stolen from the best shops in the city completely make up the decorations of his home. You look good there. Make yourself at home, my little friend. You are the latest addition to my fabulous collection. up and checks the hall closet. Empty too. His dreams that night are vivid, bloody, and horrifying. A demon with the face of the mask tortures him in a private hell of his own. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! On the bedside table, Jim notices the mask. Somehow, in the night, it has moved to his bedroom, okay. and it seems slightly larger than it was before. How did you get there? More importantly, how did you get my dreams? What am I, growing a conscience? As the days pass, the nightmares become worse, and each morning, the mask is by his bed, no matter where he leaves it, and always a little bigger than it was the day before. Well, hello there, friend. Back again? What's it been, a week? I must say, you look like you've aged years. Yeah, thanks. It's been a rough week. I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna look around if it's okay. Why, of course. Make yourself at home. Jim walks to the back of the shop, finds the place on the shelf from which he stole the mask, and reaching into his jacket, pulls the mask back out. It is now far too large to fit where it had been, but he moves some things around and replaces it before moving to the front of the shop, his glance shifting from side to side. Did you find what you were looking for? I'm not really looking for anything. Just really enjoy your shop. 
It's like a fucking museum. As Jim enters his house, he sees the mask sitting in the middle of his coffee table, now the size of a dinner plate. The next week was a blur in Jim's mind. He threw the mask in the river, into a car in a junkyard to be destroyed, even watching the car be crushed into a cube. But every time he returns to his apartment, the mask was there, bigger. Even tried checking into a hotel, but the mask was there when he awoke on a pillow next to his. His dreams at night, when he could sleep at all, were horrifying. Welcome back. What can I do for you today, my fine young man? You have to help me, okay? You, you, you have to take this back, all right? Back? My friend, you have been here before, but I don't remember you having made a purchase. And I certainly don't remember ever seeing a Japanese mask of quite that size. Perhaps you have no. mistaken our shop for no, There's no mistake. I, I mean, there was. When I stole this, I shoplifted from your store, okay? I never should have done it, and I'm very sorry. But please, 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 please take this back. It's destroying my life. Shoplifted. That is a nasty habit. But as to taking it back, I cannot do that. You see, our store has a very strict policy. No refunds. No exchanges. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm not no asking for a refund or an exchange. I didn't pay for it, okay? Didn't you? I believe you still are. Fuck you. It's quite a payment plan. Fuck you and fuck this place. I don't know what you are, and I don't know what's going on here, but you can go to hell! Friend, you are forgetting your mask. No, 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 I'm not! I am not! It will find me! Just a week later, I heard on the radio that a young man had been found in his bed, crushed to death. The police were baffled as to how he might have been killed, as it seemed as though something weighing a ton had pressed down upon him. And yet the only thing they found was a tiny ivory Japanese mask. The following morning, this was laying on the counter. Beautiful, isn't it? Except for those odd brown stains on the back. I do apologize, but a delivery just arrived here at the shop, and I need to sign for it. Sit tight, and I'll be back quicker than a rat up a drain pipe. Come, my dear. Now don't be shy. My, my, you look unsettled. <laughs> yes, yes, disrupted and broken. This place does have a way about it of occult magic and nightmares. It soaks the boundless dark corners of this temple. I am Freya, the witch of the antiquarium. Have a seat, and give me your hand. You see, my domain is the mystical. Ah, yes. It is as I thought. Death follows you. <laughs> Listen to the calls of the coven of the Hyacinth. 
for they will guide you through the cusp of purgatory itself. <laughs> <laughs> The Book of Mysteries, Entry 13, Exorcismus. An ancient hermetic order has embedded their sacred texts and enchantments from the Book of Mysteries in all that you hear in this place. Yes, the story you are about to experience is a unique one, for you will play your part along with it. The outcome is up to you. From wherever you are, you will come into contact with the paranormal, as some truly astonishing and unexplainable things are about to happen before you, in your own hands, along with me. To take part, the Order needs something in your physical space to connect to. You will require eight playing cards. Number or suit do not matter. Any eight will do. When you have retrieved them, you may resume this story. Ready? Let's begin. First, I have some terrible news. Terrible because this story is true. And you may be the only one who still has a chance to save her. Madison Walker is possessed, not by a demon, but by the seven princes of hell. Her only hope resides in you. You are what the old ones call a seer. You may not know it yet, but you have special abilities. It is fate that has brought you to this very moment in time, right now, right at this instant. You are hearing this because you have been chosen to carry out the ritual. I am right behind you. You will be led through a rite of exorcism. You must follow this rite implicitly. Not only is Madison's life at stake, but you will risk harboring the evil yourself. I just want to play a game with you. This sacrament is occurring in real time through a telepathic link to this teenage girl who is descending quickly into the bowels of hell itself. If you don't come play with me, then we will kill you. Take the eight playing cards you see before you. While you have been listening to this, the Order has invoked upon them the Archangel Saint Michael. Make sure they are all face down. Keeping them face down the entire time, shuffle them in your hands as many times as you like. Do this for as long as the angels guide you. Whenever you stop is correct. Good. Now turn over the deck and look at the card that has revealed itself. That card has been infused with the soul of Madison Walker and must be protected at any cost. Do not forget this card. Write it down if you must. Turn the deck back over with Madison's soul card still face down and on the bottom. 
The other cards are now cursed with the wretched energy of unimaginable evil, each now a conduit for one of the seven princes of hell. There isn't much time before this little girl is lost forever. With your finger, trace the symbol of a cross on the back of the top card. Repeat after me. I cast out Belphegor. Remove that card from the pile and set it aside. While still looking at the backs of the remaining cards, fan them out face down in front of you. Choose any one except Madison's, which is still on the bottom. Turn your randomly chosen card face up and insert it into the exact center of the pack. This should now be under three cards and above three cards. Close the fan and square the cards. Take a stack of cards, any amount will do, and remove them from the top of the deck. Place those underneath the cards that remain. You can do this again if the spirit guides you. Now, spread the cards between your hands. Do not alter their order. Take the group of cards that are above the face-up card and put them at the bottom. If the face-up card is already on top, Proceed with the ritual. Make sure the face-up card is on top, for that is Beelzebub. Repeat after me. I cast out Beelzebub. Throw the card across the room. The evil is getting stronger. To reconnect with the Holy Spirit, remove the top card and place it on the bottom. Take the next card from the top and say, I cast out Leviathan. Throw the card across the room. Reconnect with the Holy Spirit yet again by removing the top card and placing it on the bottom. Oh no, now you are angering the demons. You need to confuse them. Quickly, mix the remaining five cards like so. Spread the cards in a fan still face down. Take the top card and hide it somewhere in the pile amongst the others. It does not have to land in the perfect center. Just don't put it on the top or the bottom, or your soul and Madison's will be doomed for eternity in everlasting hellfire. Now, take another card or two from the top and do this again. Place them in the middle of the pile somewhere, not at the very bottom, not at the very top. Now, take the card that all these shuffles has brought to the top, say, I cast ye out as Modius and throw the card. Once again, 
Reconnect with the Holy Spirit by removing the top card and placing it on the bottom. Take the next card from the top and say, I cast out Mammon and throw it across the room. Only three cards remain. Take the one on top and command, I cast ye out Lucifer and remove it from the pile. Reconnect with the Holy Spirit by taking the top card and putting it on the bottom one more time. Now, take this next card and shout, I cast out Satan, and toss it aside. Only one card remains. Do not yet turn it over. We have been on this journey together this entire time. This ritual was completed by choices of your own free will. Turn over the final card to find that fate has not failed us, as it never does. You are indeed the salvation Madison was looking for. Thank you for your patronage. Hope you enjoyed your new relic as much as I've enjoyed passing along its sordid history. It does come with our usual warning, however. Absolutely no refunds. No exchanges. And we won't be held liable for anything that may or may not occur while the object is in your possession. Oh, <laughs> You think just because you're only listening to my voice that you have nothing to be concerned about? Let me assure you that your visit to the antiquarium, whether in the flesh or in your mind's eye, is most certainly not in vain. You are, after all, the architect of this place. I must say you've done a hell of a job even the way you have given me a face and carved out the most minute details of my person in that cerebrum of yours is quite impressive indeed. Therefore, the items you procure within these walls, even on a metaphysical level, are very, very real and are now and forever part of your subconscious. All part of our standard bill of sale, really. Till next time, we'll be waiting for you whenever you close your eyes in the space between sleep and dream. During regular business hours, of course, or by appointment, only for you, our best customer. You have a good night now. The Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings, Lot 014, Sacrament, written by Trevor Shand, narrated by Laura Mirsky, featuring Janet Peters as Freya. 
Nothing is free. Written by Stephen Knowles. Narrated by Bruce Abels. Featuring Devin Sawa as Jim. Stephen Knowles as the antique dealer. Additional sound effects by Lara Sloiter of Lara's Horror Sounds on YouTube and AV Productions. Additional music by Coag, Kevin McLeod, Sasha Schultz, Tim Kulik, and Otis Galloway. Engineering production and sound design by Trevor Shand. Theme music by the Newton Brothers. The Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings is created and curated by Trevor and Lauren Shand. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AntiquariumPod. Call the Antiquarium at 646-481-7197.